Dad without a dad production. What about a talk show host? <laughs> talk show host, that's good. <laughs> I think I'd be good at that. I talk to people all the time. Someone even told me once they thought I'd be a good talk show host. Really? Yeah, a couple of people. <laughs> How do you get that, though? Where do you start? Well, that's where it gets tricky. You can't just walk into a building and say, I want to be a talk show host. I wouldn't think so. Hey! Hey, everybody, and welcome to LApreneurs. That is LApreneurs. This is a podcast dedicated to entrepreneurship and all the entrepreneurs out there. My name is Jose de la Roca, and you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Jose de la Roca. That is at Mr. Jose de la Roca. Or you can send me a tweet at Mr. Jose de la Roca. And today, we have two wonderful ladies that I've been wanting to talk about because one of them is kind of uh, what I want to be one day. I want to be an award-winning author. I want to be an Amazon bestseller. And maybe I want her to help me with my nervousness or my... Sometimes I just feel empty and I want to know more about her. If you guys don't know her, I'm talking about Lali Love. She is an award-winning author and Amazon bestseller of science fiction, uh, a lot of great stuff. She has had uh, won a Global Ebook Gold Award, an Elite Choice Gold Award. Wow, everything that you have done, I'm kind of jealous and I'm proud of you. So, Lali, welcome to LApreneurs. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. Blessings. Happy Sunday. I'm very excited to be here with you. Thank you. So, you have done a lot. And the first thing that I want to ask you, because this is a podcast basically dedicated to entrepreneurship. And I was talking to your, uh, our friend right here that I always wonder how somebody becomes an entrepreneur, how somebody, you know, decides to do something besides the norm, having the nine to five job, having like that, like normal things. For example, um, when did you think writing is your career? When did you start it? Because it's one of those things that I always feel that I need to tell the youth, be like, find something that you love and dedicate mm -hmm. your life to mm -hmm. doing that. Because I've been wanting to do that my whole life. My story is very different. I was an immigrant. I didn't know if I was going to be here and blah, blah, blah. But I mm -hmm. wish I could have known from the beginning what I wanted to do so I could pursue that and not waste time. So can you tell me when did writing became not only a dream, but also your career and really good at it, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. That's a, an amazing question. It's, it's a very complicated question to answer. Um, and I, I just want to, just for full transparency, I want to let you know that I still have a full-time job. I actually work for the government as a business uh, transformation architect and, um, I, I love what I do because I am in a position where I can help um, marginalized people receive inclusive services. And so I like to, you know, shine a light on different Canadian policies are affecting, um, you know, our Indigenous people in Canada or 
uh, our LGBTQ2 community or pe people with disabilities. And so I'm blessed that I'm able to work in my, my purpose and mission in life as, on a full-time ba basis, as well as, um, as a writer. Now, writing was something that has always been a passion for me. Even working in my business architect job, I love the concept of storytelling. <laughs> I love writing briefings and presentations and strategies with a beginning, middle, and end. That's always been something I've uh, been drawn to. And um, when I first started to write my um, my debut novel, Heart of a Warrior Angel, about six years ago, I, it was it was almost like a calling for me. I, I, I accidentally um, sort of got into fiction writing. And it was around the same time that I was going through my own awakening journey, if you will. So I've been through a lot of challenges in life and, uh, you know, some diversity. And uh, I've been able to tap into that inner intuitive voice that says, okay, there's something wrong with are, you know, the daily rhythms of life, of always like hustling and bustling and not listening to our, our bodies. And my body burnt out. I actually burnt out. <laughs> I'm a mom of two beautiful uh, girls. You know, I have a full-time job. Um, I went back to school for an MBA and I was trying to juggle everything. And my body said, nope. <laughs> It's not happening for you. And so everything slowed down right away. And um, it was a, a huge wake up call for me. And that's where I really got into spirituality and, and in, into my own wellness, my wellness journey, because we all have, um, I guess, you know, some shadows and some inner work that has to get done before we can really fully realize our purpose here in this particular lifetime. Uh, I always tell people, people always ask me, so, so what do you do? And uh, I always, t so I have like seven sources of income. Um, mm. So instead of going from, I do audio engineer, blah, 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 blah. I just <laughs> tell them uh, I'm a dad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, everything else comes second. So I always tell people like people always ask me like depending. So you know I have been in the audio industry for seventeen years. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm a quote unquote writer, even though I don't consider myself a writer. And we could talk about that writer syndrome that everybody talks about uh, yeah. later. Uh, I do voiceovers because as you could hear, I have not only an accent but a weird voice. I have a weird face as you can see me too. So I'm using that and trying to do some commercials. So I'm a hustler, right? And <laughs> I kind of uh, feel the same way as you. I mean, do you ever sleep, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but like the journey has been, you know, a beautiful one for me. And I've been very, very blessed to where I am today. Um, and that's where self-love and self-care comes into the foreground and like yourself first of all i think you have a beautiful voice and a beautiful accent and you distinct and you flow and um you know thank god that you're here because like i said your your soul has a very unique imprint right just like all of us do and you're making a difference in the world 
So thank you for that. Um, but, you know, it's been, like I said, it's been a long, uh, a long road to where I am today. And it's, it took a lot of um, daily practices of meditation and grounding and healing. Um, it, it doesn't happen overnight. And that's where spirituality comes in for me. It is, it is a calling to basically put yourself first as well. We are taught, you know, for me especially, to love everyone unconditionally, to be there for everyone unconditionally. But I've never sort of used those same uh, philosophies for myself, right? And when you are whole and when you are energetic and when you are in line and feeling joy, then you radiate that externally and you actually are, are loving everyone around you as well fully, right? So it, it's, it's, it's a process and um, it's something that I, I believe society has forgotten. We've forgotten our inherent truth of how powerful we really are. We, you know, we try to find solace and escape in the external world of whatever you want to call it, of religion, of, you know, eating, food, alcohol, drugs, whatever it is, right, to try to help us through the daily grind of life. But um, the most important, I believe, and this is just my, my own views, but the most important lesson is to understand um, our presence in, in today's world and what we bring to humanity as a whole so you know um every time i hear somebody like you uh speak uh the words that are in my mind and speak it well and actually <laughs> uh because um so i want to say like it so two years before i quit drinking about seven years ago I mm -hmm. discovered that uh the problem was me right uh so the problem was uh I couldn't blame my parents for not being there. I couldn't blame the world and stuff like that. And I keep telling people who asks me, how did you quit drinking? Because I literally was one of those that lucky that I just quit drinking one day and that was it. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And then I do things like that. I just do them. Do them. I'm a doer. I do things. Uh, I figure out how to do things and stuff like that. But I always tell people that I think the reason I quit drinking is because I decided to love myself and the way Beautiful. you, the, the way you're, you're talking about, I always tell people it's a simple phrase that everybody talks about. Everybody knows it. Uh, and, but I don't think they really do it where it's basically help yourself before you help others. Um, mm -hmm. and I think you just describe everything that I've been saying. I should like just grab the little piece of audio and replay it to people every time i want to <laughs> i want to tell them look this is what i mean just listen to her she has a nice voice Whoa. and she's saying it the correct way instead of listening to me but i wow totally believe in what you're saying um i always tell people look you have to help yourself before you help others if you're going through some yeah. things you have to love yourself because once you love yourself you're going to spread the joy out there and there's nobody mm -hmm. that could help yourself but yourself right that's exactly. why exactly that's why they tell um you know that's one of the things that i always tell people when they try to help uh people who are struggling with things and you, you the only thing i could always say is like look my best advice to you is 
love yourself, help yourself. And if you're really struggling through that, maybe you have somebody that you want to, you know, you want to give them a better life. Do you have a loved one that you want to, you know, push them harder and maybe that will help you push yourself harder? Like, for example, me, right? I, I, I decided to love myself. I quit drinking and then my beautiful son came by and now mm-hmm. everything that I do is for him to have a better life that I did, right? But the work yes. has been done. So, like, and the same, um, I don't know. And that's why I wanted to talk about sp- spirituality. <laughs> that's yeah. the accent right there uh, with you. Because, you know, people, uh, when they see me work out, when they see me uh, eat well, when they see me not drink sodas, it's not because I'm better. It's not because I want to look good. It's because... I want my body to be well and I don't have the money to pay all this money later on in life for people to take care of me. But uh, uh, so, you know, I totally agree with you. And so do you think that's something spiritual that we 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 have to I'm not religious. I don't have uh, uh, a thing, but I do believe in in self-help and I do Mm -hmm. believe that what you put in your mind and your body will come out. So do you agree with that? Is that something that, you know, that's something I believe, but you know, 100%, 100%. And thank you. You're very kind with your words. Um, and, and, you know, spirituality to me is not religion. Um, you know, and, and I respect, this is just my opinion. I respect anyone that has their own beliefs and are true to their heart, um, but spirituality is not a dogma that's based on um, external forces is telling us what is good and wrong, what's right and wrong, and you know what's sinful, what isn't. Um, spirituality is about self-discovery. It's, it's self-actualization and self-empowerment. That's what it is to me. And like you said, you know, when you love yourself, you recognize that you are not um, an aspect of past uh, identifications of old patterns or behaviors. You're more than that. And so you honor your body, your mind, your soul, and its energy. Everything like in, from my perspective, and that's what I've uh, I've learned in you know my years on this life, everything is energy, and um, when you understand that, and you don't, you know, continuously live from old traumas or childhood wounding, then you transform your life because if if you've heard of the universal laws of attraction and vibration what we put out in the higher realms of the universe and what I like to call the higher source, uh, the unified quantum field, you magnetize back into your everyday being. And so those higher frequencies of, you know, uh, positive thoughts, positive um, uh, sort of um, actions and affirmations it, you just bring it back into your reality. And so it's about making those choices. And, you know, as humans, we, we, we have free will. 
And every day we have choices, right? And so it's about being kind to ourselves and forgiving ourselves and others and trying to really um, act based on our heart center. And our heart, as you know, in humanity is all about unity. You have U-N-I-T-Y. We are all, uh, we come from the same one soup of love. <laughs> that one source of love. It's one soup of um, being. We're just different aspects and different representations of that one source. And um, how we choose to live our life is the kind of reality that we, um, we, you know, that comes into our living, our daily, our daily lives. So whatever resonates with people is the most important. And I always say, listen to your gut instincts, your, your intuition, intuition, it's your guiding source in life. Amen to that. <laughs> no, I gotta tell you, like, um, uh, I don't put it as eloquent as you have had, but I always tell people, look, um, uh, and I put it, I always, you know, give the example to my son, right? Um, because he's a little one, I'm shaping his life and his mind. So, uh, I seen it because I'm, I'm like the typical Latino. I'm like the youngest of everybody's old, so their kids are my <laughs> my age. And I see, I have experience, uh, I have helped raise three kids, I've seen failed marriages, I've seen good marriages, I've seen good families yeah. or families. So I have learned, I always learn from from everything, including my mistakes and stuff like that. So yeah. I, know, I, I know that, you know, parenting could be good and, uh, you know, a 25 year old who has really good manners And it's a good boy can can be done right, uh, or mm -hmm. a a uh, so I always learn from that, and I always you know pass it along to my son. I'm like, if he sees me exercising, eating well, without pushing the agenda to him, maybe it incorporates that right because I know Absolutely. of a family that the dad uh, was an outdoor guy, exercised a lot, and his kids are like that right, and I don't think mm -hmm. he ever pushed that onto onto them right. And then so I always tell my son uh, because he's always like nosy, like kids are like they want to see what everybody's doing. But I always tell him, like, look, focus on what you're doing. Don't worry about everybody else. Focus on you. You have to concentrate on you because I see that he's nervousness, too, and everything. So everything that you have said is incredible. Thanks for saying it, because like, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm just preaching to the choir and you know I, nobody listens like <laughs> and I, i actually don't tell people a, a lot of people you know i don't tell them to do it just my loved ones like if you're having something i'll be like how about you try different but if they don't want to do it then there's not up to me right and yeah. so thanks yes. for that and i of think course. what you're doing it's amazing i and i do believe in in what you do and what you say because i believe that Uh, I meditate a lot. I do yoga mm -hmm. because it helps me calm down. I have a lot of yes. nervousness. I don't know what it was. I don't know if I'm just weird or I just something happened when I was little, but I had to go past that and I had to work on me, try to understand. And, you know, back in the days, if you would have told me you should do yoga, you should meditate. I would have been like, you're crazy. That's for like, <laughs> you know, girls and stuff like now. Now I encourage people. I want people to 
have a yeah. self-healing and stuff like that. So everything that you do, it's amazing. And thanks for doing it, by the way. Oh my gosh. Thank you. It's in my, it's my absolute pleasure. And, you know, having uh, a conscious community around you of like-minded and like-hearted souls is always very encouraging as well. And, you know, things happen to us, I believe, when, when it's meant to happen. We can't force anything or even like when, because I'm an energetic healer and empath and alchemist, but I always say, like, I can send you energy and you transmute some of the negativity around a person. But at the end of the day, it is the individual that has to make that decision and be ready for it. And so even with my own kids, they're now in their 20s. And the one lesson that I've learned as a mom is I cannot control the, the outcomes for their lives. And so I've learned to, and that's where my anxiety came from. <laughs> When my kids were little, it's always like very protective, you know, trying to make sure they they don't get hurt. And anyway, um, it's it's that lack of control that gives us that anxiety of future. And um, I had to let go of that, and I had to trust the process. And whatever you role model for your child, they learn, and then they, you know, will make their own decisions as they grow older and they make their own mistakes and mistakes are important hopefully nothing too harmful but mistakes are important for our evolution and growth well yeah i always tell everybody like i'm pushing him to do good better um you know i have learned from my mistakes and i do everything for him but once he turns 18 i'm going to open that door right there and be like get out of my house (laughs) do your thing go to connecticut and experience the world or something get out of california uh, but amazing. Thanks yeah. for stopping by. And so let me ask you this. So all this, yeah. is that why everybody's so drawn to your books? Because you put all that specialness into your writing, into your books, into everything that you do? Because it's, I want to read your books now just to experience <laughs> something and bring me life to here. It, it, it is actually. And, you know, I say that, um, my mission is to enlighten, empower, and entertain by bridging metaphysical concepts with visionary fiction. And so that's the, you know, what the themes of my books are essentially. I shine the light on a lot of like sensitive subject matters that are very difficult to talk about because that is the only way that we can start to heal ourselves in our world. There's a lot of darkness out there. There's a lot of sorrow and pain, especially, you know, over the past year and a half, look what's happened with the pandemic. And the answer for for me anyway, is always to turn within us ourselves and to be grateful for the little things. That's what brings us joy and inner peace. And by doing that, then it, it sort of reverberates all across the globe and, and the universe, really. Because each of us, we light up this inherent um, truth of who we really are. And that's how we transcend. Because humanity right now is going through a huge evolution. We're shifting. Um, and I talk about this in my books as well in terms of timelines, uh, ascension. Um And the way I like to bring it into my uh, novels is through this Ascending Angel Academy 
uh, <laughs> viewpoint, you know, and there's a lot of a lot of uh, spiritual um, concepts in there in, in terms of dealing with your past, with your traumas, with your wounding, and even some of the practices that I have learned with a bit of like, you know, the, the sci-fi, um, the paranormal aspects to keep the reader entertained. Yeah, I always tell people that uh, uh, sci-fi uh, writers, I have my respect to you guys because um, uh, the books that I have written is like something in my mind or like something that happened to me. So kind of biographical because mm -hmm. I have a book about podcasting, audio, uh, my experiences when I was an immigrant, an alcoholic, how I became the dad that I never uh, had. But uh, to come up with wonderful stories and very detailed like you do and talk about, you know, all that stuff. It's like, I know I have a good imagination, but well, <laughs> I don't think I, 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 I'm as wonderful as you are. Oh, you're too kind. And I'm sure you're amazing. And honestly, I, I'm just, I, I'm very blessed. And like I said, this was a calling for me. I'm fully in my mission and my purpose in life. And Uh, the intention behind every book for me truly, as I bless it, is if it makes you know, a difference in one person's life, then I'm fulfilled because that, that's what I'm here for. Obviously, it's nice <laughs> to, to have, you know, your books become New York Times bestsellers, hopefully one day, um, because for me, the more people that um, have access to you know, the, the stories and the words, and the words are codes. They're codes for um, enlightenment and ascension. Then, and, and, it, and sometimes it may not resonate with everyone, right? They have to, they have to be ready for this type of storylines. Then I, I feel very fulfilled in, in my mission. Um, and each of the, the books actually begin with the three stages of ascension. I don't know if you know um, what the three stages are, but the first stage is initiation, is the awakening, is, is that, you know, when you sometimes you have to hit rock bottom, mm -hmm. it's a complete destruction mm -hmm. to understand that there is something greater for you to uncover. But before you can do that, you need to really face your past, your demons, your traumas, And you really need to process them and heal those emotions. So that's initiation. The second is integration. And integration is all about emotional intelligence. So not bypassing certain hurts, not bypassing pain. If you feel the pain, like if, if you have pain, if you have hurt, feel it completely because pain is energy. And It's supposed to go through our, our bodies because our bodies have these um, uh, sort of chakras, but they're, they're energetic fields, right? The little vortex of energy that spins through us that holds the light. And so when we have trauma, it sticks in our bodies and there's blockages. You want to release those blockages so that you can flow and you can feel that inner peace. And then the third stage is embodiment. And embodiment is all about finding our purity, our innocence, and living our truth. And so, you know, those are the three stages. And that's where, um, you know, my books really 
are all about, especially the decoding of Joe, um, each book, like the first one, Hall of Ignorance, is about the initiation stage of, of the Ascending Angel Academy. My second novel, Blade of Truth, that's coming out on uh, July 7th, and I'm very excited for it, is about integrating our emotions and how Joe and her friends go about doing that while they fight evil. <laughs> and I'm hoping to come up with a third uh, book, um, The Key to Embodiment, next year. I, I, I finally just finished the outline and my mind is just flowing with imagination. It's taking me to some very surreal places. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I'm hoping to, to have that written and released by this time next year. Do you like beer? I do. And now I can have great craft beer any time of the day, thanks to my friends at Hairless Dog Brewing. Hairless Dog Brewing are the first domestic U.S. 0% ABV craft beer brand with truly alcohol-free products. That means you can have a great craft beer any time of the day. I usually have the Citra Lager for lunch or the coffee stout with my waffles, but most of my friends and family like the IPA. I quit drinking about five years ago, and I always looked for great non-alcoholic beers, and I finally found them at Hairless Dog Brewing. So head over at drinkhairlessdog.com, that is drinkhairlessdog.com, and use my promo code De La Roca, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A, to receive 10% off your purchase. That is drinkhairlessdog.com, promo code De La Roca. Well, no one, no wonder um, everybody relates to your books because you just, you just summarized my life. I hit rock bottom. I was like, <laughs> uh, and then something clicked, and I said I need to change. And like I said, I needed to get rid of my demons and bring some angels. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And then uh, mental health, which I think uh, it is an amazing thing that you said. Uh, my mental health started to. Uh, workout N needed to you know get uh, my mindset better I needed to better myself I needed to lose weight I need to eat better I need to uh, read more I needed to stop the tv I needed to listen to good stuff I needed to learn 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 and now that I'm a dad I'm you know embodying everything and trying to mm -hmm. make it into a good energy and pass it along to my son and one day you know when he's 18 I'll be like job is done and let me go back to what i you know like <laughs> what i need to do continue podcasting writing things yeah. like that you know which is so no wonder everybody wants to read your books and um rashmi rashmi has been listening to us you know just <laughs> talk and talk and talk but uh you were talking about your uh your your new book coming out and you have a yeah. new adventure with uh, uh ravens and roses publishing so uh, Rashmeet, uh, we've been talking so much. How do, how about you join in and talk <laughs> a little bit about you? And how's everything? Thank you, Jose. Um, everything's great. I have been listening to you and Lolly speak because listening to Lolly speak is like, you know, uh, is a calming experience. All right. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm sure you agree with me. <laughs> um, with regards to um, the new adventure, the new adventure is Ravens and Roses Publishing, and we are very excited uh, that we are launching with Lali's book. Uh, 
Um, so Lali's book, The Decoding of uh, Joe, Blade of Truth, that is uh, releasing um, July 7th, is our debut uh, uh, book uh, for our uh, publishing venture. Um, yeah, <laughs> and we are so excited because um, Ravens and Roses has uh, you know the message that we want to give to the writing community and to the indie community is very similar to you know what Lali believes in uh, inclusion in um, you know self love and uh, diversity and how we are all equals on this earth. This is the same message that uh, Ravens and Roses Publishing as an organization wants to put out into the world as well. We want to be able to, uh, you know, uplift and support um, all the writers out there, specifically, you know, the the those who feel uh, marginalized or underrepresented. So Lali's story, um, The Plate of Truth, when I read it, um, I was... I was in cloud nine when I read that book. I said, this is perfect because this is exactly the kind of stories that we want to tell the world. We want the world to read something like this and feel good about themselves. Um, and that's how uh, we, you know, we decided let uh, to to actually take Lali's book and let that be our, um, you know, launch uh, or debut book um, for Ravens and Roses Publishing. And how so, does- yeah, so listening to Lali say everything about uh, you know her journey and spirituality, it was like uh, like a reinforcement. <laughs> it's such a great fit. I mean, honestly, we we're meant to 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 do this, Rashmi. <laughs> Absolutely, I I agree one hundred percent. Rashmi, how did um uh, your publishing company uh, started? Because again, I love to hear entrepreneurs just do things, right? So entrepreneur is taking a idea, a dream, and making it happen. And you, my dear, are making it happen. So how did everything start? We were talking before the interview that you've been writing your whole life, but you know, tell us a little bit more because I'm pretty sure somebody out there wants to be in your shoes right now. So we just, you know, to show people that yes, just do it, right? We're doers. So tell me a little bit more how everything started. Absolutely. Um, I have been writing my whole life, like I said, uh, but I never took writing as my career option, you know, while growing up. I knew I wanted to be a writer. I knew I wanted to write, but for some reason it never clicked into my brain that, you know, I could take that as my career. <laughs> so I went and I did a lot of different things and I still do. I mean, I work in the IT industry um, right now for a day job, but at the same time, um, writing and everything related to books is one of my passions. So um, as a young person, I used to, you know, maintain a website and blog and tell my stories. And my story actually became quite popular on in the blog world because I went through difficult times as, you know, most of us go through, uh, you know, different life experiences. So I went through certain life experiences, which was very difficult for me. Um, but um, for, for some reason, I was able to actually, you know, like, like, Lali was saying, once you hit rock bottom, you have only one place to go. <laughs> so when I hit that rock bottom, uh, it was a time when I had, I was, an, I was newly a single mother. I had a small young child, um, three-year-old child, and I said, I have to do something about my situation. If not, like, if not for myself, at least, to you know, show my son that you can, you can lose everything, but you can still do something. You know. Um, so that's when I moved halfway across the world, <laughs> became an immigrant, moved to the U.S. Um, from Dubai. 
um, set up here from the beginning, like, you know, everything I, I came here, uh, when I came here, I had almost lost everything that I owned. So I built everything from square one. <laughs> um, raise my child now he's a teenager so i'm very proud of him um he's growing up to be a very young uh, you know very handsome and very <laughs> good young man <laughs> um but while i was doing that i also wanted to do something that would help people like me um because i knew uh writing and you know helping them through writing would be the you know would be my passion i focused on doing that um so I started by writing, um, you know, for more uh, mag online magazines and websites. Um, then I moved to writing books. Um, but then when I was in the writing community, I noticed that it was hard for people like me. And when I say people like me, I mean people of color uh, to actually find uh, a footing or, you know, to feel uh, part of a group. And I said, that's not nice. We need to do something about it. <laughs> And that's when, you know, the idea of, okay, let's start a writing group that is supportive and that is, uh, you know, uh, inclusive of everyone. And I actually started one writing group on uh, the Discord app. Uh, and the uh, my idea at that time was only to, like, you know, just be there to support and, uh, you know, talk to new writers, aspiring writers, aspiring authors. Um, but as the group grew, more and more uh, writers and even established writers actually started joining the group. And some of us got together and said, um, why not start an independent publishing house? Because that's the best way we can support an underrepresented writer. Let's, you know, take their stories and give it out into the world, uh, put it together, you know, publish it into the world, let them uh, let the world read it. And that's how we can support them. Um, and that was the beginning of uh, the idea for Ravens and Roses Publishing. <laughs> this happened, you know, a while back, but uh, we launched fi uh, uh, finally um, uh, May of uh, this year. And since then, we are trying to reach out to the writing community, to the indie community, um, and trying to do to help in every way we can. Well, let me tell you uh, first. Congratulations on on mm -hmm. everything that you have done. I. I feel you. Uh, my brother came here when I was one. He was 15. And now I'm here. Uh, so, you know, it's, you know, the immigration thing sometimes gets lost in a way that uh, most of us just come here and we don't have anything to fall on. Right. So we just got to start from zero. You That's know, right. even though we do choose to come here, we I, I, I accept that. Uh, yeah. But it makes us, you know, work hard and uh, do things. And congratulations on everything because I feel you. I'm there. I'm like, as you can see, woo -woo, we're brown people <laughs> and uh, 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 we're immigrants and we're trying to do, you know, for me, I just want to have a good future for my son and one day able to retire and have enough money to pay people to take care of me. Uh, <laughs> but that's pretty much the, the, the idea. I'm very right. proud to be an American citizen. I was I became a citizen in seven in sixteen. I was mm -hmm. able to vote. Um, I'm, I don't take anything for granted. Uh, I'm very uh, uh, you know blessed. I'm happy and to be here, and I feel you. So just you know to put that out there. And you know what's funny? Like um, going back to what Lali was saying, and one thing that I always tell people nowadays that. Um, especially this past year, I'm very proud of our youth. 
I'm very proud of our youth for coming out and speaking what's right, marching for what is right. The youth understands that communities like the gaming community, they're all there no matter what color, what gender, what who they are, what they are. They're just there to right. play video games and have fun. Yes. I, I do Pride events. I'm an MC for Pride. So mm -hmm. I have been to like 45 Pride events. And from my first one to the last one I did last year, I want to say that Pride is the same as the gaming community. They're just there to have fun. They don't care who they are, what they look like, what, who, I don't, they, it's just an amazing situation. So I always compare the Pride community with the gaming community because I was doing Pride all the time and then I started doing E3 and most of my friends are gamers and now I have big friends in the gaming industry and stuff like that. And the way I see it is the gaming community are just there to game. They don't care who you are, what they do, what you look like, how old you are, what your sex, anything. They're just yeah. there to have fun and game. And the same yeah. thing with the uh, the uh, LGBTQI and all that other ones. But I'm, I'm telling you, I love, you know, being like that. And I'm, pre I'm so proud of the youth because they understand that because of the Internet. They are able to see all that stuff. So they're putting the the demons behind and the angels coming back so i always give a big shout out to the 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 youth because you guys are doing it man and i'm very proud of you guys uh if it wasn't because i was a a, a dad and i need to stay home and not get you know a throw a rock thrown to my face and not be able to take care of my son i would have been there and you know fighting for rights and everything so i'm very proud for the youth anybody that's listening and you're young and you're fighting for what is right. You're speaking your mind. Thank yeah. you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to you too, because you two are the example of just do it, man. If you dream something, if you feel like you have something, I always tell my son, like, I always tell him like, hey, uh, do you like music? All right, let's try this. Maybe you, I'm not the typical, you need to go to like my, my brother is, my brother's old school. He was raised very old school. And he's like telling my my nephews and my and my uh, uh my nephew and my niece that like they have to be this and this and that. But what's wonderful about this United States of America, in Canada, of course, we all love Canada. By the way, uh, um, <laughs> I wish you know uh, I have so many Canadian friends. It's like the typical. You guys are so nice. Anyways, but mm -hmm. what I love about being here is that anybody could become something you could invent something you could create a publishing company you could become a writer you could become mm -hmm. somebody that makes a little chip for a computer you could create an app so as us entrepreneurs are here to tell you just find something that you love and do it right absolutely 100%. opportunities are endless yeah 100 and rashmi i am just so proud of you i just wanted to say You know, we've known each other for three years on um, on Twitter when we met in the writing community. And it is such a huge endeavor of what you've accomplished and achieved for the indie writers. So congratulations. I'm so happy to be part of Ravens and Roses. And I think that a lot of other writers are are going to really benefit with um, a publishing house like yourself, giving the visibility to the marginalized um, and underrepresented uh, creative. So congratulations. Um, I'm very proud and <laughs> um, I I'm looking forward to the, to the release of the book. 
Thank you, Lali. And uh, I just want to say that you are someone that I look up to, you know, I mean, since we first <laughs> met in, on Twitter. So it's it's really great to hear that from you. And I am also very much looking forward to our release on July 7th. Yeah. What's up, guys? Jose de la Roca here. And I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am. And they only have one mission for the beer men to look, feel, and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la roca to get 10% off your order. That is de la roca, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. And um, so and lastly, I always tell people like there's enough pie for everybody, because uh, I have a uh, social media could be a little weird sometimes, and it's very one-sided or they don't see the big picture. I always tell people like, look, I'm here to help. We're here to help. We're t you know, if anybody wants to be in this podcast, come along. If anybody wants to. Uh, be a writer, uh, be a writer. I want encourage people to do things. If anybody needs help in, about podcasting, if you guys ever need help about anything, I'm here to help because, you know, social media, they only see one side and sometimes they just, it's just one of those things that they may be one hater and one, this person that doesn't like you for some reason, or you did something wrong that you didn't think it would happen, but the pie is big. And we could all have a little slice of the pie. So don't worry about maybe there's too much people doing this or maybe somebody did it because you could maybe do something different. Maybe you could do something better. You know, I'm not going to write amazing books like Lali does, you know, so but I could write something that, uh, uh, it, you know, belongs to me, like how I became the dad that I never had. Right. So go out there, do your thing and before I go, I just want to say congratulations, both of you guys. You guys are doing amazing things. You know, there's like, I'm only 5'2", so I look up to you, literally. <laughs> um, um, and you guys are doing wonderful. I'm very happy that you guys stopped by the podcast. And just thank you for stopping by and sharing your stories. Thank, oh, thank you. you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. And before Thank we go, you so much. Lali, uh, where could yes. people find you? Uh, where could people see your books? Where do you have you know the yes, floor is yours 100 uh first of all thank you jose i i'm so grateful to have connected with you i appreciate you and all that you do blessings to you um people can find my books on my website www.authorlallyalove.com there are links to all my social media sites i'm also on goodreads i'm on twitter on instagram uh, and TikTok, but I'm not very good at TikTok. So um, <laughs> everything is on my website for all of my work, my books, my poetry. And Rashmi? Oh, great. Um, so I, I might as well add that uh, Lali's book is also available on uh, all the digital platforms. So if you are like, you know, looking for it on Amazon or Barnes and Nobles or whichever your site is, it's available everywhere, <laughs> including our website, which is ravensandrosespublishing.com. And we are Ravens and Roses Publishing everywhere. That is on Twitter, Instagram, BookTok, all of it. Um, 
we also have a writing group on Discord. It's called Confessions of a Writerholic. So for anyone out there listening, if you want to, if you are considering becoming a writer, if you are a writer uh, and you are looking for a supportive community of writers, feel free to join us. We are on Discord. Uh, I have I start I learn about Discord through my uh, gaming uh, friends and everything, but I'm like, it's just another app I had to learn and I had to deal with it. <laughs> and, but I'm telling you, uh, you guys are doing an amazing job. The writing community is amazing. Uh, every time I go to Pride, I'm so proud to be there. Uh, uh, and every time I I hear about the gaming community, I have so many friends. My nephews are gamers. I'm so proud of that. And just a big sample how you know, we're all the same and we just either exactly. trying to feed our families or have fun. So Dali, Rashmi, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, you guys have been listening to LApreneurs. LApreneurs is a platform for any entrepreneur out there. So come on by, say hi. My name is Jose, Jose de la Roca. Until next time, goodbye. <laughs>